And we're here. It's a miracle that we're here. I know. Well, we just we've had, had a technical, some technical issue. issues and so forth and so and such. But it's the Comedy Couch with Dennis Ensley and Tony Tripoli and a digital recorder that we started and then it didn't work and then Dennis turned it off and then it did and t- turned it back on. We didn't even call tech support in India. No, we just unplugged it and turned it off and that actually yeah, worked. It's a it's a finicky thing. It's it a the problem. It's tricky. You know, it's weird. We've been doing this for I don't know how long and I'm. I still don't know much more about the technical stuff than yeah. I did before. In fact, I may know less. Mm-hmm. But um, there is that. I'm popping open a juice. Yeah, I'm drinking a, a club soda, and I see that you're drinking what looks to be a very expensive pink juice. It is. It's a strawberry a lemonade juice. Yeah, we're, we're doing a little detox thing. We? My trainer recommended. Um, Who's we? Uh, well, Brittany, my trainer recommended it. So I'm doing it with her. She's not doing it. She's well, then there's has no we, done it. is there? No, it's just me. But okay. she's supporting me. She's with me. But it's called we. Yeah, it's called we O U I, and it's this dude in Glendale that makes juices. And there's a whole cavalcade, detoxy, skinny, whatever. But you still eat food. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, I think next week I'm gonna do like two juices and like two meal little meals a day just to try to yeah. flush out and clean out and freshen up and how are you i don't know yeah get, it's get, worth a shot but you know cobwebs. what else i did get rid of the co- speaking of getting rid of the cobwebs yeah did you do a colonic i did well i could just tell when you were like oh wait till you hear what else i did i did I somebody's I did a had a tube up their asshole i know i know a tube up their ass should be the name of this podcast and everyone will get excited and then let down um, because Dennis, they're used to that. I know it's the story of the podcast. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we do. Um, have you ever had one? Yes. And I was so excited to do it. And I did the series of three. Yeah. Remember I ran into Matt Zarley at the gym. Yes. And he looked amazing. And I was like, what is different? And he's like, I went to the colonic lady. You do three of them in a week. I swear to God, you'll lose 15 pounds. Your skin's going to feel great. You're going to be clear. You're going to have energy. It's the best thing in the world. So I paid like $400 to have these three, the system of three colonics and they were annoying and irritating and I, nothing exciting came out, just a little bit of poo and it was horrible and expensive and it didn't do anything. But the worst part was her bathroom was in the waiting room and it had one of those little plastic like accordion slide doors. Yeah. Which doesn't really deal with sound. And when you have a gallon and a half of water in you, and yeah. there's two people in the waiting room, and you just do this little paper door, slide, 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 and then you have to shit out a gallon of water, like, everyone hears your your business, and I was like, I can't live like this. No, so you shit it into the toilet? Into a toilet? Yeah, after we were done doing what she did, she was like, okay, now when you stand up, you're still going to need to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still going to have liquid So you did you did do it in, like, the colonic bed. Yeah, where it where goes I'll, through the tube, yeah, and she yeah, goes, yeah. oh, you eat a lot of dairy. yeah. It's like, yeah, lucky guess. Yeah. She's a butt psychic, Dennis. She's a butt whisperer. Who did you, you, we might've gone to the same lady. This was out in Santa Santa Monica. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, My girl was named Annabelle and she's got quite a personality. First of all, she said that her house has spirits in it and there's an Asian lady in there. So, and she's having in a mood. And I was like, wow. And the, the sad thing was when she pointed to the tube that you watch, I didn't, I didn't see the mirror that you could watch. So I was trying to crane my neck. Long and the short of it is, I missed the big show at the beginning. I, I didn't get to see the big, yeah. the big show. Well, what was it, Kylie Minogue? The big, it were was Kylie Minogue, and there were dancers, and there were a lot of costume changes, and a bunch of chunks of shit. But then, once I figured out, oh, there's the mirror there, then it was pretty much, you know, no, no great shakes. Once in a while, a big chunk of something. But no, you know, I, I missed the big show, is the, huh. the thing. But I, I don't know. I... 
I don't, I didn't feel that good today. I felt a little odd today, but the worst thing was you're not supposed to have coffee before. So I didn't have caffeine all day. And so I had the headache. You know what I mean? Like that's a big part of it. Wow. So you real, you have a real caffeine addiction. I think, well, I know when I've done cleanses, if I go off it, I get a headache. So it's not like I can't do it. I just get a headache. You know, and then and after, then what if you take like Excedrin? Does that help the headache? I took some um, painkillers or some like Advil or whatever, and it might have or you know I still was kind of aware of it. But huh. I do when I don't have caffeine, I do get headaches. But I think they go away in a few days if I if I stuck it out. Days, my God, that's mm. grueling. Well, the first day I have anyway. So it's been like a month since we've done a podcast. Has it been that long? Well, that's two weeks. Talk about weeks, your I travels. I was looking at my list and it's not that interesting. How is that possible? I know. Well, I. Mm. It was that was rhetorical. That was a I good jo- that was a good thing. Well, we did um, three episodes of Fashion Police in, in five, five days. days, and it really kicked my ass. Like I, so I ended up that next four or five days just getting organized in the house, laying around, it's watching really, movies. It was unbelievable. I couldn't get my body back was. on. Yeah, I couldn't get my body back on track. Um, you must you bounce back easier because you do even less. Your sleep gets even more fucked up than mine because you're doing both shows, but. Yeah, I don't bounce back from those all night things as well as I'd like to, but maybe well, with a cleaner makes, ass. If it makes you feel any better, I don't think I would bounce back from a hip hop class very well. Oh, I love it so much! And you just every Tuesday night, I love you're it. Hopping and hopping, I love it. It's my favorite thing. Um, yeah, I got the fuck out of town. That we did the the three episodes in five days, ending with the Monday morning Screen Actors Guild Awards. Yes, and uh, that was Monday. Then I shot. Uh, reality show with Joan all night, all day and all night. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that's like, you know, at Joan's house at two in the afternoon, you're at eight, two in the afternoon. And then we're literally up all night. We shoot the thing at like eight in the morning. And then I, you know, kept going. We shot it in Valencia. So I went to bed at like 10 or 11 that Monday night and had a car picking me up at 7 a.m. to take me to the airport because I was going to Florida. And I had a friend who, um, who, his family is involved somehow with the Fountain Blue Hotel in Miami. Okay. Very famous hotel. And he was like, hey, if you ever need to go to Miami, let me know. I'll, I'll you know, I can get you free rooms at the Fountain Blue. It's a That's great amazing. place to stay. So um, my friend Jacobo, the dancer from Mexico, uh, got the job on the cruise ship. Right. He had auditioned for a couple months ago. And I told him, if you get it's this It's so job, confusing because we both have cruise ship people. We both have Mexican dancers, it's but they're really, different. Well, there, there is one difference, Dennis. You put yours. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but um, so, so, but yeah, so he got, the, I said, look, if you get this job, I promise I will find a way to get out there and go on your ship. So it was a uh, weekend. Great. You know, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday cruise. So I was like, fine, I'll go to, I'll fly to Miami on Tuesday. I'll have, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in Miami. Then Friday I'll fly from Miami to Orlando, get on the ship Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then fly home Perfect. from Orlando to LA on Monday. And um, the Fountain Blue Hotel, though I stayed there for free, you know what I mean, which was yeah. so generous of my friend, is the biggest bunch of assholes. Like it was everybody. The staff that I dealt or the people with, that people. Yes. That, okay. They were so awful and like mean and just horrible. It was just really like one of those. And all I wanted to do was just lay on the beach or lay in the room and maybe watch some movie. Like I didn't have an, I didn't have friends in Miami to see. I didn't have. Move. I didn't have anything planned. You I just were unwinding like, and decompressing. Right. I want to just be hanging by a thread on death's door in a nice little hotel. Yeah. 
Um, I did have room service a couple of times, and the food was delicious. I will say that. Right on. But just, they were just dicks. But the middle day, Wednesday, they were like oversold. And they called oh, me no, and they were not like, one of these stories. they were like, you have to leave. And so we're sending you to the W, which is like a mile up the street down okay. the beach. And they're not affiliated with the W, but yeah. you know, it was like they were in a pinch. You know, okay. The W gave me this penthouse. Oh my gosh. I love the W. So amazing. The W Miami is like the coolest hotel ever. They were the nicest people. They had the best gym. I loved their beat. Like, it was so great. And I was like, Don't make me go back there. Don't I make me go back there. I literally said to them, Please don't make me go back to the Fountain Blue. And they were like, The Fountain Blue? Like, yeah. Everybody wants to go to the Fountain Blue. Yeah. But like, the Fountain Blue has the big nightclub in town. Right. And I can't remember what it's called. Um, it's called, maybe it's called VIP. Right. I don't know. And so he got me in, which he wasn't even sure if, he, I mean, his family fucking owns the place. And he was like, I think I can get you in yeah. on the list. But like, you have to be like a rapper or an NBA player. Right. You know, and he got me in on the VIP list, but he's like, but you have to be there before 11. Okay. And I was like, no problem. So I go down at like 1030, 1040. And they're like, we don't open until midnight, but you need to be in line now or we won't let you in. But there was nobody in line. And I go, well, I'm staying in the hotel. Can I just come down at midnight? And they're like, no, if you don't stand in line for the hour, we're not going to let you in. Do you want me to do push-ups? I know. Or, I was uh, like, well, I'm not going to stand in line alone in the lobby of a hotel. Like, no. So I didn't get to see this amazing nightclub because I was like, fuck you. That's like, really lame. It was like, you're just being mean. Like, yeah. you're just being a dick. I was at the W yesterday, and they're wonderful there. They were so nice. So whatever. But the but W I, made you go back. You had to go back. I had to go back to the Fountain Blue because that's where I had it. Yeah. Still, look, Fountain Blue. Also, the American Producers Association mm -hmm. was having their convention there. Okay. So it was all these TV producers around. And they are probably not the easiest people for a hotel to deal with. Sure. So maybe the Fountain Blue is normally really, really wonderful and kind. Yes. And those dick producers had just really rubbed them raw. But um, but yeah, but then I got on the ship with a Kobo. What cruise line was it? Uh, Royal Caribbean, yeah. the Monarch of the Seas. And it's, you know, it's a ship that I actually did. I filled in for in the 90s when somebody was sick. So I'd on that on same the ship. ship. Yeah. And it's, by today's standards, a very small ship. And it's so old and dirty and gross that they're literally putting it out of commission April 1st. Right. So this last year when they know that they're, they've sold it, they're not really like fixing the carpet or right. they're not really addressing any smells. No, they don't give a shit. Right. And they're so they're going to limp across that finish it line. It really was gross. It was just a horrible cruise experience. Now, every minute that I spend with Hakobo is heaven and I could be in love with him and marry him in a heartbeat like he is so wonderful Dennis I have such a great time with him and I I love that I just I just can't express how great I think he is and how much how much I just enjoy being with him and how much I like myself and how much I like him and it's just he's so talented and I just he's smart and he's nice and I just really 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 like him um but the age thing is an issue for me is it an does is it an issue because things come up or is it an issue because you think it's an issue? In other words, it's an issue because I make it an issue, right? Because you know he he's lived his whole life in Mexico, so it's not like he goes, oh, I don't know that TV show because I wasn't born yet. Yeah, it's because oh yeah, we didn't we didn't have that TV show. Do you know what right. I mean? Like they didn't have the facts of life, so it's not that oh I wasn't old enough to see it. Right, and so 
you know, La Mujer How- is golden. The yeah. Golden Girls. How um, old is he? He is 26. Okay. Um, and just P.S. I'm 43. That's okay. That's 17 years. It, it makes me feel really yucky. Even though somebody I never either, feel... You either feel something with somebody and feel something or you don't and the uh, age is yeah. whatever. I want to say, look, Tony, you hate everyone else. Yeah. So feel icky sometimes. Yeah. That's still, you're still it. coming out better. Yeah. If he makes you feel good when you're with him and yeah. you, you, you're excited. And, and you... so we just had... It was just so great, and I just—it was just great, and I just, everything. We went to. Was he wonderful in NASA. the shows? He's so so talented, and that I knew. But like, and it really was like a terrible cruise ship show. Like, what show was it? Well, it was a new one. Um, I'm always taking notes for Rhapsody. You see, but I've got a um, up. it was called "You Can't Stop the Beat," okay. and it was. You've heard me talk about Broadway shit heap 2000, right? This wasn't even good enough to be a shit heap. Yeah. So this was like Broadway shit pile. Okay. Do the, like this was like this was the turds that you did see come out of your ass, but not yeah. the big, big messy turds yeah. that you missed. Okay. It was the dregs. Yeah. It wasn't even the best shits. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's not, ladies and, and look, gentlemen, the dregs. Yeah. It was like okay. hey, they should have called the show "Cold Leftovers." Yeah. Because it was all, first of all, there I'll be there and their rhythm nation. We're from a show that I did in 1996. Right. Same choreography, yeah. same costume, same everything, just lifted. So it was just like leftover numbers from other things. So it started with You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray. Of course. But then it ended with Madonna's music. Right. Na, 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 and it's, it, it just was whatever. That You know, they're a very talented cast. Yeah. It, but it just doesn't matter. I mean, the show itself is so bad. And... Did he like working on the ships? It's new for him, right? Yeah, and so he's really enjoying a lot of it. And then there's a lot of the like dramas and immaturities that he kind of wasn't prepared for. Sure. Do they um, have to do crew staff too, or just dancing? They no, but they do like uh, sail away. They do this like flash mob dance as the ship is sailing away. Right. And you know they do the boat drill. Then they have to do this flash mob. Then he has to be the Indian and the village people at this uh, on like seventies night. Right. And, you know, so there's a couple things other than the show he has to do. And they have a dance class once a week Okay. that they each rotate teaching. Okay. And then they have like mandatory, like they have a lot of rehearsals. Yeah. So it's a tough contract, right. you know, but, um, but so anyway, so, but here's the, the story is, um, the morning we're getting off the ship, he was just in the bathroom, like showering, getting ready. And I'm looking through my stuff and there's the comment card. And, you know, I put my name and cabin number and I put all, you know, bads, not the, like the worst bubble, but like the second to the worst bubble of the yeah. five for pretty much everything. Somewhat our cabin store, Our cabin <laughs> store was, I gave like, great because he was really nice. And I think yeah. our waiter was super nice, but like, you know. How was the show? Well, the show was kind of terrible. The crew staff was fucking terrible. They were lazy. They never... I I was walking in and out of things for three days. Not one crew staff person ever even said hello to me. Yeah. Like, their job is to stand at the entrance and fucking say hi to people. Right. Do you know what I mean? And, like, I, it was just so weird that it was just a not... Whatever. Did you get to eat dinner with him? Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. dining room. He had gotten the form signed where he was allowed That's to incredible. just be anywhere I was. He just still couldn't go in the casino. But I'm not and you stayed in his cabin? You re- he got stayed it? in my cabin. Nice. I paid full price. Right on. And he was able to stay in my cabin. Good. So my thinking was, I paid a full fucking price ticket. Yeah. I can say how bad shit was. Right. And I didn't fill in any of the actual comments. Yeah. Like, I didn't go to town in the yeah. way we all know I can. Right. Well... He fucking texts me the next day and is like, what did you put on your comment card? 
I just got called to a meeting with the cruise director and the dance captain. And I like, I'm in big trouble. And I was like furious. I was like, you tell them that I said, if they say anything to you, I will call the corporate office and I will report the cruise director. Cause he's not allowed to call you in and yell at you for a bad comment card that I wrote that he wasn't even in the room when I filled it out. It's not like he was like, Oh yeah, give this person a bad, yeah. I hate them. Like it was crazy times. And, and they're almost... obsessed with comment cards on cruises, right? Fill it out. Don't forget to fill it out, fill it out, fill it out. They Thank won't you. shut up about the fucking comment and card. And then you do it. And, and they're... then that, yeah, that sucks. And I was like, well, if this guy doesn't have the balls to call me and say, Hey, why'd you hate your cruise so much? Yeah. He can't bring you in. So, then Hakobo was like, please don't call corporate office. Right. I don't want to make this a bigger deal. Cause then the other dancers were like, you're never going to work for the company again. This is, you're probably going to get fired for this. Yeah. And you know how drama is on ships. Yeah. So now I think it's blown over and he made me promise that I wouldn't call a corporate office, which is killing me. Yeah. But I just can't believe that the cruise director. That's insane. Because I didn't even write cruise director. Didn't even bother to come and introduce the second show. Yeah. They literally were sitting there in the lounge. The lights are up. The music's playing. And then, boom, blackout, and the show just starts. Yeah. Like, whatever. It was, they just did everything wrong. Things have us. changed since our days, Tony. I noticed yeah. that when I was out there. Um, yeah. So, interesting. Did you stop anywhere? Did you have any We ports? went to Nassau, Bahamas, and so we spent the day at Atlantis. Oh, how nice. And he got us tickets to the water park there, and I rented us a cabana. I've never oh. rented a cabana before in my life. Why not? And so it was 150 bucks. Right. And you have your own little tent with like beach chairs and the beach is here and the pool is here and you have waiters and a refrigerator and Wi-Fi. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's just be fancy for the day. And so that was really great. How cool. And two of his friends from the show came with us and we had a really, really great day. And then the next day was the private island, which was just such a beautiful day. And we laid in the sun and yeah. It, it was, was good. It was just what the doctor ordered. Yeah. I mean, he was just wonderful and I just... If he just lived here, would him. it be full on? It'd be full on. Like I'd literally Do you ever talk be, about that. I, I would mean, literally be like finding an, an immigration attorney. Yeah. To be like, what can we do legally to like, yeah, like it's crazy. That's incredible. But then I would get freaked out about his age and but let it go. Who cares? Yeah. So I don't know. But here's the thing though, with dating younger people, I know two two, two couples in the last year who had that dynamic, and then the break the breakup happened, and they were both like. They couldn't believe it, and the, the the younger guy ended up being, like, such a bad guy. And maybe he was a bad guy in it, right. but there was – I think that's part of the deal. If you date a younger guy, there's a chance that eight to ten years in, they're going to go, you know what? Yeah. I need I, – I don't want this anymore. Chance? Yeah. There's a probability. That's so, the thing, and there's nothing wrong with that because there's no, that's, that's what those ages that's are. That's what it is. So, so you, you either to, right. love them for as long as you can love them and – but don't act like, can you believe it? Yeah, I can believe I it. I totally believe it. And it's not embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. It doesn't make, I don't See, think that's... it's embarrassing. I, I think you add to it. I think you make it more embarrassing by, um, by uh, complaining about, you know, by making them such horrible guys. And can you believe it? And Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean it's embarrassing. Well, of course it's embarrassing if they leave you for someone their own age embarrassing not surprising not surprising and, um, and not that embarrassing i mean you can well it's it's embarrassing because all your friends knew it was going to happen and you probably did too in the back of your mind and yeah you just didn't and just go it. oh well it was fun while it lasted i mean you're hurt or whatever but but the tirades and the facebooky crazy well, ranty yeah. one person i know is a performer and can't talk enough shit about the person on stage it's like 
Come on. It was like, you know, there was, you, you saw. I know who you mean. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, it starts to look like, oh, just. No, then it becomes embarrassing for the older person because it's like, you're supposed to be the grown up mature one here. And yes. now you're m pooflinging in a really juvenile way. Like, that only makes it worse. And when you look at that couple, you go, you need to just be grateful for the 10 years you did have because th that's going to be just yeah. be grateful for that. That's part of the deal. So right. I don't know. It's, it's the. Yeah. Well, but I very much don't want to be that guy. I'm already a complainer, Dennis. I if, know, but if but, ten years but from if, now, if he makes you, feel, if you have a real thing, it's yeah. not easy to find a real thing. Like that's wonderful. So no, that's true. And maybe someday soon, marriage and immigration and all that stuff will be different. I feel like gay stuff's moving faster than in a lot of ways. Uh -huh. Like you know, the UK just came out in favor of uh, marriage equality and yeah. the stuff with the Boy Scouts. I you know and. Obama coming out the way he did and Stonewall in the speech. I just feel like it's a bit of a snowball. It's yeah. no, you cannot get away with homophobia is not okay anymore. What I, yeah, I agree with you. And I think it's also like immigration. People have the same sort of like emotion, gut based feelings about both of these issues. But the fact is letting gay people get married is not going to affect your life as a straight person at all in any way at all yeah and i think more and more people Whereas are getting that immigration could theoretically affect you as a current u.s citizen do you know what i mean if you mm -hmm. live in southern california and they suddenly said all right everyone who's here illegally now is allowed to stay and we're starting over that you know that would change the job market and that would mean you know maybe those people would no longer want to pick vegetables for two dollars an hour because now they're citizens and they can get better jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's a reason people take those horrible jobs because they don't have other choices. Right. So I could understand people in California, you know, being all ooh, immigration being a big deal because that could literally affect you financially. The gay shit's never going to affect you. Yeah. So I do think in a way it's easier to get that shit pushed through because yeah. you can bitch about it while it's happening. But then six months after it's happened, you have nothing to bitch about. Yeah. Because you had you. It cost you nothing. Nothing. And even the Mormon church came out with a statement where it's sort of like embracing gay people, but not the behavior. Like they're wow. even modifying. Like, I feel just like it's, it's this change in the, the, the personality of the country around it is, is just like reached critical mass. And it's now it's just sort of sweeping. We'll see what happens with the Supreme court decisions and stuff, but yeah, it's, I feel like it was sort of coming and then boom, like, not unlike my, Really, it's, all of this is like your colonic. <laughs> it's so like my colonic. Dennis, the world really is just like your anus. It is. Let me see what's on my list. Nothing as exciting as a cruise and a uh, a private cabana. Just uh, did a... you watch the finale? Oh, I uh, did you watch the finale of Thirty Rock? I did. I liked it. I feel like, it, but the problem is that show can't get sentimental. It's not in the personality of that show, right? And the finale usually has that. So even every time be, they right. inch toward that, it felt wrong, but you kind of wanted it. It was weird. What did I you think feel of it? like they made the finale for them that they wanted to make and we could like it or not, which for most shows I'd be like, screw you. But that show was always on the bubble. It never got the huge rating that it deserved. You just kind of feel like we're just going to fucking go out in a blaze of glory the way we want to go out and you can like it or not because 
Do you know what I mean? They couldn't like, have done a group hug. They couldn't right. have. Even when they started getting that close with Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin, a little bit, it didn't feel right. It was a little this like this whole last I don't season like to me had some really fun stuff, but it, it yeah. wasn't. I didn't love it the way I've loved yeah. previous seasons. But when when uh, Jenna. Jane Krakowski started singing the musical theme from Rural Juror. Yeah, that was really hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't. First of all, how do you do that with your mouth? Like, how do you learn to sort yeah. of do that? And then she was the unsung gem of that show. Like, right. I read an, a little online article like, will she get a little Emmy love finally? Because she's so great. And and they always submit the final episodes. Like, so that'll be the Emmy submission clip. And oh, she kind okay. of had some amazing moments in that finale with the mirror, saying goodbye to her mirror. And, yeah. Um, I was reading an article about 30 Rock and Rolling Stone magazine, and Tracy Morgan said something that's that I thought, you know, that's sort of true. Talking about, like, he's been through a lot and ups and downs and, you know, going through stuff. And he said, ha- he said this. He goes, happiness is having something to look forward to. And I think that's sort of true in a kind of simple way. All right. Anyways, yeah. it's just something, you know what I mean? I like mean, it's, it, it's like having, it's not necessarily the thing that you're doing at the time. It's the anticipation of the thing that you, that it's keeping that going. I feel like that kind of, I don't look, know, it resonated yeah, for me. There's, I mean, I think that the saddest thing for a performer is to not have a job. Right. I think that does a real mental thing. Yeah. So I think the idea of just having a show to go to. Mm-hmm. You know, as much as you still have find the things to complain about, it's better to have a show to go to than right. an audition to go to, right? You know, or I don't. Um, so yeah, and also just things like knowing that you're going to go on this cruise or whatever, just things that like that you get excited when you think that they're oh, coming up. Look, and building a life where I, you set those things up in advance. Yes, I have been really trying to like book little trips and things and stuff because. We get there, you know, I'm sitting there on a Monday morning looking at the lineup of the show and the pictures, and it's like, oh my God, we're starting all over again? Yeah. Like, yeah, who cares that last week's show was so hilarious? We're starting at zero again? Yeah. And it's like, it is so terrifying sometimes that I literally have to go, I know, but if I could just get through this one and the next one, then I'm going to Then you go to the thing. Like, I'm forever bargaining with myself to just... Yeah. Don't blow your brains out because yeah, you're <laughs> gonna do five three episodes in five days, but then you're gonna go to the Fountain Blue and everyone's gonna be nice to you. Yeah, well, and then you're that gonna go on the ship out. and it's gonna be gorgeous. Yeah, well, and and you're gonna you can't wait to write about how gorgeous it is on the comic card. <laughs> um, but the Fashion Bowl, when we they said they wanted to do it, everyone was a little like, "What?" But it turned out great. I think it's it really turned funny. Out great. My fear is yeah. if they make us do it next year, I don't know what we would do. Yeah, because the stuff that we did this year were just general Super Bowl over the last few years. Yeah, and so if we can't do that next, I don't know what we would do next. Yeah, year. that's my fear is that they're like, see, we were right, we can do this every year, and I'm like, well, we would we have to stay up Sunday night and do it Monday morning like we do the. We have to be able to talk about the real halftime show. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like we can't do the. Shooting it a week ahead of time, the way we did this year, I just. But I, my favorite parts of it weren't even the stuff that had to do with the Super Bowl or the halftime shows. It was right. like the games and the 
you know, we had Adam Pally on there, motorboating Joan, Hilarious. and the touchdown dances. I know, but that's the thing. We can't really do touchdown dances. That my, shot, that's my fear. It's like, Unless oh, I want God. Joan to be impersonated by a breakdancer. And I want the, you know how in, in Flashdance it was literally like a dude that was With doubling? With a mustache, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want it to be so clear. I want to get that a black guy. guy. A black I want to get that actual guy. And do breakdancing in a blonde yeah. wig, and it's so clearly not her. For sure. <laughs> um, I think that could be funny. Um, I got to meet Lorenzo Lamas this week. Oh, of course you did. Dante, who writes yes. on Fashion Police, he and Rebecca, his um, girlfriend. They're and they're such nice people. I, they're such nice people, and they're really funny. They're comics. They had a podcast, and they asked me to be on uh, one of them with my friend Glenn Gaylord was on it, and the other guest was Lorenzo Lamas. Because Lorenzo has started taking stand-up comedy from Dante, and oh, they share a manager. But the weird thing is, is Lorenzo has a really good sense of humor about his – his career and uh-huh. what he's done and where he's at and the jobs he took because he needed money and he you know he's got kids to feed you know what I mean he's got a great sense of humor about himself and he was still kind of hot like I was kind of like I was a little like giggly like he was a little hunky dude man of course uh, he still got it but he um, I asked him what's the weirdest fan stuff he's ever experienced because you know he's had all these fans and he said well during Falcon Crest he was the most hated man in America because his character was a villain. Oh, okay. So even though he was super hot, right? Like people, he goes, "I got a, t- a woman hit me over the head with a bag of Granny Smith apples in a Ralph's because I was. How dare you do that to yeah, Sydney or whatever?" That's and amazing. He's like, "Ma'am, it was a role." But then, <laughs> but I, I said, "Well, did you know? Do you ever have any fans that are like sex crazed for you?" And he, t- he told this story. He said he'd never told it before, but he was shooting Renegade, and I guess there was some co-star that shot a scene with him. And she was riding on the back of his motorcycle. And after the the scene was done, he like touched the seat and it was kind of wet and slippery. And he thinks she had an orgasm. <laughs> Through her the pants? Best? I don't know if she had a skirt on or what, but like. <laughs> wow. That is some kind serious of, discharge. <laughs> To go through, she was probably wearing <laughs> denim, so that really has to go through. Yeah, that's an amazing. It was Sally I, Kellerman, and she is a leaker. Yeah, she's for sure a leaker. Um, but I just love that story. But I was Damn. into Lorenzo Lamas. I think he still got it. I will say that. Well, now he's done the everything with the stars. I didn't. He's he doing just, Joe Schmo right now. Okay. Where he, which is like they're duping some guy, but right. it's uh, some show about a. But they're looking for the next bounty hunter, and because Lorenzo played a bounty hunter, right. he's like the celebrity guest. But Joe Schmo had no idea who he was. Oh so, my god! But um, yeah. So, but Lorenzo Lamas has a great sense of humor about that. He's like, you know, he's like very, you know, he's been through it. And That's good. He's, yeah, he's funny. It's I nice like to him. hear somebody's. Nice. I liked him a lot. He was super sweet. Um, so. There's that. Did you watch the episode of Louie with Parker Posey in it? It's incredible. I don't think so. They spent the what? whole night together and they, you no. know, they, it was like one of those. Is like, she Parker Posey or is no, she a character? No, she's a character. Okay. But great. I still haven't seen the Joan Rivers one. It's like incredible. I can never find it. Yeah, incredible. Um, I'm into girls. I'm in. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I really loved it. I've only seen one episode of this season. Right. But, uh, but I enjoy it you so much. You can on demand it. On our TiVo. Okay, I don't know how Anytime. to demand. I'll show, show you. That, I'll teach but... you. Um, it's I'm into it. I like that's it. That's great. Yeah, it looks like it was shot underwater. Like it looks like it, that's the aesthetic, but it's kind of gross to look at. But I think the writing is really good. Well, I it's like funny it. that you say it's weird to look at because I watched the first two seasons of Downton Abbey. Yeah. On DVD. 
Right. And I've watched the this season ones on PBS, and it looks like shit. Yeah. It looks like shit with all the bugs and the stingers in the corner and the coming up next on PBS. And yeah, and sometimes people pop Al up Jolson. that are not in, yeah. car- in the Get period the costumes. Get the fuck out of here, yeah. Al Jolson. What the yeah. fuck are you doing? Yeah. I don't want to hear. Yeah. I don't want you upstairs. I don't want you downstairs. No. And so, but my DVD of season three is here now, so I'm just going to so watch just gonna zoom through the it. rest of the season. Good. With fuck PBS. Yeah. Um, you don't need that shit. But it's amazing how... Like, I don't need Blu-ray. I'm not that person with, like, I've got to have the high def and the this right. and that. And even I am like, oh, this is not what Downton Abbey looks like. No. This is just grainy and it's so foggy and London-y. What you about know what that I mean? Par- like, it looks like that- real We England. haven't discussed what happened to that one character. Well, I don't know what character you mean. Somebody died. Oh, yeah. I saw her when she died. Holy shit. Yeah. I, that was a little bit of a shocker. But, I was shocked. But you also know that uh, Mary's husband blonde yeah yeah but you know he's not coming back next season really Uh-oh. so yeah he's left the show Uh oh so they're gonna have he's to gonna have to some, die in childbirth something's gonna happen yeah yeah i don't know what and it sucks when you know that yeah but so they were laying in bed last week and he was like i will love you forever and i'm like yeah my you, eight you more episodes deal. yeah yeah anyway Today, i saw him in london in a gay bar Really? Yeah. That's interesting. And he was with a man, and they were both in tuxedos. They had just come from something. And it. I was like, oh, he's for sure gay. And that's his point. Like, it was just, they were on the street in front of a gay bar going in. But I guess he's not gay in real life. Hmm. So I just assumed he was gay. And... Matthew Crawley. Yes. You know who's my favorite? You. This may surprise you. His mother. She's fantastic. I love her. I, first of all, I always She's, feel like her teeth be... are going to fall out. Right? <laughs> What's her first name? I don't remember. Don't care. Yeah. Love her so much. I love her humanity, like her, her yes. compassion. And, and she comes brimming up through her Marigold, Marigold Hotel. Hotel. She just... had the hardest part in that. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Incredible. But my favorite is Anna. Yeah, she's amazing. Bates' wife. Yeah. I just feel like she does more with a reaction shot of thinking something in her head than anyone I and just... they're like this hot couple like i think bates is kind of sexy like they're a uh, yeah. sexy couple i get it yeah i get it okay so there's that smash came back thank god but the really? ratings aren't good which bums me out why do you think that is i don't know because it's better than it was last year like they've fixed mm-hmm. a lot of stuff i don't know i i yeah i need in heaven watching it i, I was love going hakobo has the dvd of season one yeah i only saw the pilot and i was like i'm out the pilot was better than most Which, of it. That, and that's why I stayed out. Yeah. But then now I was like, all right. I was like, I'll take your DVD with me and yes. I'll watch season one and then I'll, you know, get on season wow, two. Wow, Hakobo's really had a and strong effect on you. They wouldn't let him bring the DVD off the ship. Why? They were like, you have to like mail it. You have to fill out a form. Like, they're just dicks. That whole ship was ship of dicks. <laughs> so I don't have the DVD. So that's... fuck smash. <laughs> Anyways. I'm telling you, I need to call corporate. You need to call corporate. Don't call corporate, please. I'm going to Guadalajara, Mexico in a few days. Holy shit. You've got your shows down I'm there. I'm doing shows when there. Do Friday morning I leave, and I right do a on. show Friday night and Saturday night. Okay. And then I fly back at 6 o'clock in the morning on Sunday and go directly to our writer's meeting for, for this, fashion police this... because then we have a Monday morning taping. Yeah. So it's like, God damn. Um, so I'll be in Mexico writing fashion police jokes. And you've um, got the flight too, um, yeah. So that yeah. helps. So, um, but yeah, so I'm excited to go to Guadalajara. I've never been there. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to do stand up for this thing. Although what's weird is they want me to do like 40 minutes, 
and then take like a 20 minute break and then come back and do like another 20 minutes. And I'm like, I think everyone will leave. I don't think you do an intermission with stand up. Like that just feels no, weird. I, I agree. It doesn't, and they want to do right. that to sell drinks, but I'm like, no, just go ahead and sell drinks the whole time I'm on stage. Yeah. But I don't think it's good to say, okay, everyone go get a drink and I'll be back in 15 minutes. Yeah. I think they'll just unless you're going to come out in a new outfit or a, yeah, I don't do any a of that thong shit. or something right. like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm already I'm not even there yet, and I'm already telling them how I think they should do their job. Well, if they don't have comic cards, you got to <laughs> jump on it. <laughs> um, we were talking about fashion police. I was over at Doug and John's the other night watching Smash, which was my thing with them, and they have the Here's Lucy episode with Joan as a guest. Yeah. So from 1974. Right. Because they can't bust out enough of the Here's Lucy. And they and Joan and uh, Lucy are in a jury together, and and everyone agrees. And um, Lucy, of course, is the one juror that's holding out. So they yeah. get sequestered in a hotel, and Joan has to stay with Lucy. And it was so weird to watch them. It seems like a different person than the person we work with. It oh, doesn't seem like the same person. Absolutely, it's a different person. Yeah. Except for sometimes she'll do a move or an inflection, and you go, "Oh yeah," but it physically it doesn't feel like the same person. Right. But the thing that was consistent was that like. The writing wasn't great, or maybe by those standards it was, or whatever. But she was fucking selling it, like, sh- sh- you know what I mean? She's a dynamite actress. She was giving it everything, and uh, that was really cool to see. But Lucy, you could see her looking at the cue cards, and ugh. yeah, yeah, and Lucy drinking, drinking, probably like crazy. Yeah, Joan has an amazing story about. Oh, I want to. I hear think it. when Lucy was coming on the Tonight Show, when she, I think it was the Tonight Show. And Joan, like, stopped in her dressing room to say, you know, I'll see you out there. Have a great show. And she was literally drinking out of a bottle in a brown paper bag. Oh, shit. Literally a brown paper drunk bag. drunk on TV a lot. And, and Joan goes, what's that? And Lucy goes, all right. And offers her some. Like, not only is she drinking shitty booze out of a bag, she didn't even want to share. Yeah. But she goes, all right. And then she, yeah. and Joan goes, no, thank you. I that's not what I meant. But, like, just Lucy taking a slug out of a... Yeah. Of, yeah, sad. Do you remember when I went to New Zealand for that press trip? And yeah. my And I had my little romance with the escort guy that, that showed me around? Okay. Anyway, uh, we're Facebook friends, and he has a boyfriend now. But he watches Fashion Police every week so in weird. New Zealand. And he loves when my name comes up. I think you're actually Facebook friends with him. Oh. I think when you first joined and you probably, you know, uh, did all that stuff. Cause I think we have, that's our friend in common, but, um, but yeah, he watches on in New Zealand, my little Kiwi love. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. The people that, you know, are super into the show and yeah, that's awesome. Uh, speaking of, we have, uh, the big Oscar show coming up. Yes, we which do. Which is going to be 90 minutes. I know. And, uh, and then the next morning I'm on a plane to Puerto Vallarta. Good for you. I'm going back to Puerto You're giving Vallarta. it another chance. Well, I'm just not going to stay at that shitty Abbey Hotel. Yeah. Who didn't even have comment cards. That's how no, bad they were. exactly. I wrote a letter, though. Um, did you? I did write him a letter, yeah. Good. Um, and, uh, but did I tell you that Hotels.com gave me my money back for the whole stay? That's amazing. You did say that. Hotels.com is such an amazing company. Yeah. You know, every 10th hotel that you book through them, you get one free. A free room. A free night. A free night. I love it. And then... They, uh, yeah, I just love hotels.com. So anyway, so I'm staying at uh, this, the Tropicana, this place I'd stayed before, which is the right Tropicana is right by, I think I know where it is. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. a great location right on the, on the sand. Love it. So that'll be fun times. I saw Miss Coco Peru's show. Ugh, she's telling got me that I missed it. It's, 
Coco, I've been a fan for 10, 12 years. In oh, fact, yeah. I found the program when we used to first go to it, and oh, God. she signed it. Like, I, yeah, I was going to When it was in step- Beverly Hills. Yes. Yeah. And, and I guess we went to that show three times, that original show, and she was like, I can't. And I was like, yeah. her shows are so funny, but they're a little like church. Like, there's a hum- humanistic, spiritual component to it. I always cry. Absolutely. She's able to take everyday stories and make them profound. And she does that in this new show. It's kind of unbelievable. Although when she was putting it together, she called me to ask if I had a copy of the DVD of the poop sketch. Do you remember this poop sketch? The throwing the turd back and forth. Were you there? It was for well, the. Well, I think it was, I was in that. Wasn't I in that it pageant? Was, it was not the year. Not oh, the so year. It was, the it next was for year. Quest for the Crown, which ended up becoming. I think it stayed Quest for the Crown. Whatever. Um, Evie and Coco from Girls Will Be Girls, the two drag queens. Um, we put them together for this pageant, and Tony was in it actually. And they ended up doing the commentary, and it was the beginning of their chemistry, and it was great. Yeah. And um, you know, Coco would say, Evie would say stuff like, "Miss Nebraska, she's so cute." Picks her nose and eats it. Like she, that's yeah. what she started she doing. That fun fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Coco would have it. Here's a fun fact: her dad committed suicide. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like you know. So they had this thing, and so they did it two or three more years. And each year, I'd get together with them and, and help create this plot, this you know, this little storyline that ran throughout the show. And one time, they got arrested by cops, and there was a restraining order. And the next year, we did this thing where they had just shot Girls Will Be Girls, and they pretended that they had had a rap party at Nell Carter's Nell house. Carter's she house. was so nice to let them use the house. And Nell Carter was one of the judges. So they're, thank you, thank you. And, you know, and Evie said something like, it would have been great except for when Coco passed out and peed in Nell's bed. And Coco's like, I did not. I did not do that. And Evie goes, well, here are the sheets. And she goes and gets the sheets. And there's just this huge stain. Yeah. And, well, Coco goes, well, at least I didn't shit in her fish tank. And Evie goes, I did not fish shit in her fish tank. And so Coco goes and pulls on this fish tank. A fish tank on, on wheels, yeah. Yeah, and there's a fish tank, and Evie goes, oh, what a pretty little brown fish. And <laughs> she's pretending it's a... And Coco goes, that's not a fish, that's your shit. And she goes, no, it's not. It's chocolate. And then Coco goes, then eat it. So Evie starts eating the, the chocolate, and she's like, okay, it's poo, it's poo. And then they start throwing it back and forth. And every time one of them catches it, they right. kind of rub the chocolate it's on their dresses. Smudgy. So they become covered in shit. And then Evie goes, Coco, what are we doing? And then they come back together and they're like, wherever we go. And they're covered in shit. If we have to go, well, we're going to do it wherever. So anyway, like they were – so Coco was maybe going to talk about that sketch. But then afterwards, the organizers who had been doing it since it yeah. was the very first Battle of the Tierra were like – if the founders of this had been there for that, they're, they're rolling over in their grave. Like they yeah. got shut down and never asked back. But when I couldn't remember everything that happened, but the other night at Coco's show, Jack was there and he was re- recalling it. I was helpless with laughter imagining yeah. that. Yeah. It's, I, it's so, so funny. It has to come back. And Jack's like, make Coco bring it back, but she never wants to do it. And I was like, you have to bring back uh, the poof sketch. Oh yeah. So anyway, I just, which I just one. ruined for everyone. No, but, it's so good. It's cause it's about, Evie Harris knowing that it's a shit and Coco's gonna eat it if it's chocolate and and he's god damn it she's gonna fucking eat that chocolate to prove Coco wrong and you just see him knowing that it's a shit taking and drawing that bite. it out it's yeah. so oh right, you're right, right it's poo it's poo yeah, and it's throwing it so... back and forth Coco what are we doing god yeah they're genius but I you know and I saw Coco this week and I saw uh, my friend Matt Albert, the singer, do a show at Hotel Cafe, and it's these people that are 
you're just in awe of how talented they are. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's the voice he has and her brilliance and stuff. And, and they're both making a living doing their thing, but it's not easy. Right. And you're just thinking, God, they're put on this earth to do this. I, w- I hope, you right. know, I hope it's not the most challenging, heartbreaking thing to try to keep it going and building up the audience. And I don't know. Yeah. I just had a, they're, they're, I was just knocked out by both of them and, and they both are able to do what they love for a living, but it's not easy. Right. And it's, it should be easier. That's all I'm I saying. No, it's true. I agree with you. Anyways, are we going, we're going to see a show tonight. Oh, we're going to go see Dina Martina, another yes. one of my most favorite performers. She's hilarious and demented and sick and it's at Casita, which is great. So that's going to be super fun times. Yes. Um, I, uh, my sister got married. I know. My sister ran off and eloped and married. First of all, they just met last uh, June. And at uh, on January 3rd, they were, you know, hiking the mountain one morning and he proposed to her. Um, and so they went and got the date tattooed on each of them that day. No rings, uh, just tattoos. And because uh, that's how the young kids do it today, Dennis. they really rock it. And um, so, and then they were like, "But we're going to be engaged for a long time and plan and blah blah." And then they couldn't wait. So last Wednesday, they went to the Just of the Peace and got married. And then she called me on Friday when I was in Miami and told me. How and were so, you surprised, or were you very like, surprised? Okay. Um, I mean, I, you know, I I was expecting her to call and say I'm pregnant. Yeah, that's the call that you know. And you have to remember that my sister almost died having my niece. I don't remember. remember she had it being all these that... strokes afterwards, and there was all this weird chemical hormonal stuff that was causing her to have strokes. Right, and, and it was really she was really really almost died, and so, you know, they said you should never you shouldn't get pregnant again, and you just you know, and so, I know she's gonna get pregnant again and try to have another baby, and that's what terrifies me. Yeah, because it's just like oh god, that's, um, you know. But you but, like the dude. Yeah, I think he's great. Do you? Is there a part of you that was like, oh, I would have liked to have gone to a Huge nice part. wedding? Of course. Yeah. Not even. I hate weddings. Weddings are my least favorite thing in the world. Uh, they just make me sad and feel sad about my own life. I can't. You literally can't be happy for the other people there. You can't disconnect. Uh, no, I just, just sit there and think them. about how I, you know, I thought I was going to be married twenty five years ago, and this just fucking sucks. Right? That's where I go. But, um, but, so, and I get that weddings now. It's like plan and then everyone has a vote and don't serve that and don't do it there and i can't come that weekend and if well if your father's coming then i'm not coming and this like all that shit there's a lot to like do. i get why somebody yeah. would be like fuck that i'm not having a wedding yeah but i also kind of go really you couldn't just call just the family and be like p.s weekend after next we're gonna go to the justice of the peace and get married if you want to be there we'd love for you to if you can't please don't feel like you need to but right you know i I didn't like hearing about it after the fact. That made right. me a little sad. But, you know, that, it's not about me. Right. So she's happy, and that's the most important thing. That's all you want for your little sister. Yeah, and she's world. awesome and has yeah, been through so much. Great. So, um, and, you know, and, he, and he's great, and, you know, and, and Matea loves him, and so that's awesome. That's fa- that's fantastic. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right. What else? Nothing else. I, I might die. I still Why? am not sleeping. I know. What's I've, the latest? I got with my that? sleep tray, and the one that's on my lower teeth, I just spit it out as soon as I fall asleep. My tongue, you know, I just push it out. So they're making me now one for the upper, 
that hopefully yeah. it will work. Because some people, you know, you just got to try different things. Do you do a mouth? Have you been doing a mouth guard anyway for teeth grinding? Which yes. I do. I had yeah. been wearing one for years anyway. Yeah. So that it's not that. It's the thing that pushes on your tongue. So um, I get the upper one this week, and hopefully that will work. Um, you know, but whatever. I'm just tired. When you went to Miami, did you just sleep for like ever, or did, did you? I did sleep a lot. Yeah, I did sleep a lot because, and also because I could. Right. You know, after not sleeping for the five days trying to do the three shows. Oh my god! Like, not you know mean? kind like, of at all. Kind of not at all. Like a couple nights, I got two or three hours, but like, that was unbelievable. It. I can't. So you just get so sleep deprived. Yeah. That, um, that then I guess maybe you overreact when you're filling out comic cards. Maybe. Well, maybe I don't there's think there's a, a connection. I, maybe there's not. Did you say that you saw the Paperboy? With the, I did. I watched it on DVD, and I, I, I was doing things at the time, so I wasn't like in a theater watching it. <laughs> right. Rap, but I kind of loved how bonkers it was, and how they were sort of going pulpy and Zac Efron in his but underwear was, and no Kidman. So bad though. That's the yeah. Thing. It wasn't like, good, but it was kind of like I was embarrassed for her. You want them to? I wish they people made more movies like that. I I thought they were kind of going for it. I know, but it wasn't good. Like if they had gone for it, and the material was worth going for yeah. to that degree. I would have been like, good for them. It's kind of zany, but yeah, they fucking went, they did what was right for the tone of the thing. And I felt like the script didn't call for them to all act so fucking weird. Yeah. Maybe they were doing Bayou crazy. Yeah. Shit, like but... it was just like, we're going to take this fine, perfectly fine, ordinary, normal script, but we're all going to be fucking nuts. Yeah. And that's what makes it cool. Right. I don't know. Okay. I, I just love that Nicole Kidman's willing to like, pee on Zac Efron and we'd heard about that scene before but it right. was like the way they shot it and she's looking at him and I don't believe she really peed on no, him no but, but that's, it, I think that's just a big publicity lie that she really peed her actual pee from her vagina onto his actual face no well no. she did do it but the mirror wasn't in the right place so she couldn't see that she was doing oh, it oh boy she I missed, don't think she, she missed did. the big show she yeah. missed the big show and I know what that's like so there's that but you know I think Zac Efron is good I think he's good too, I liked and him I in the like lucky that one. he's willing to be. I like be. him as a movie star. Oh, I decided I wanted to fall in love when I was watching the Lucky One. I was yeah. like, maybe I do want to fall in love. Right. I watched. I thought of that on a plane watching the Lucky One. Yeah. Yeah. Those movies do that. I'm excited for the um, Josh Duhamel, Julianne Huff one. Yes, and I know they're cute. all the same movie, but I don't care. I but nobody it. else I, is making. But yet, I've never seen the Notebook. Like yeah, and that's the one that made the it all people, happen. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm a fr- I'm a scared of the Notebook. Why? I'm a scared of it, Dennis. I saw um a everybody bit of the says vow. That, everybody says that they cried so hard at the Notebook yeah. that it'll like, do you in. You I think it'll do you in? Yeah, not till I have someone. Yeah, I can't be single and watch the watch notebook it with a Kobo. Yeah, yeah. Sure. When are you gonna see him again? Well, I don't know, Dennis. Thanks for bringing that up. No, but I, you will. No, I will. Um, he's Happiness on the ship until April, and then you know. So yeah, so. May, June, I'll either go visit him in Mexico or he'll come here and, you know, he, he might do another ship. He has some jobs that he could do in Mexico. He also really wants to go to makeup school here in L.A. Amazing. So, you know, but that's like getting the student visa, getting all that paperwork is right. a challenge. So, but if Unless he gets all that done, I know, right? Maybe that'll change. Who knows? All right. So I think that's, that's it. All right. Well, good. Well, then uh, it's we are thrilled to have We're caught back. you up just a little yes. bit. Um, I don't feel like I complained nearly enough no. in this podcast. We'll work so. on that. Oh, did you see Dog Day Afternoon ever? That was one of the movies I watched when I was... It's the one with Al Pacino, Al Pacino and the robs the bank and it's the true story. Yeah. It's so good. Like I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. It's good. 
I it has watched... those amazing character. Every character is like a great character actor person. And speaking of old movies, I, I watched good. To Kill a Mockingbird and thought it was dumb. Okay. I just thought it was really, <laughs> really like it's like this American class. Like, how do you fucking hate To Kill a Mockingbird? I know people name their kids after that movie. Exactly. Like, and mm-hmm. I was like, what is the big deal? This yeah. is some. This is some hammy acting. Right. Interesting. I was. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I saw. I oh, I forgot it? to talk about Yent. I saw Yentl last oh, night. Oh, Dennis, I was hoping you wouldn't bring that up. I went to a 30th anniversary screening, and it was interesting. And the, Michelle Legrand, the composer, was there, and he's this French guy, and he's like 80. But his stories were amazing, but he took a long time to tell them. So if you listened, you would be like, "Oh, that's a great story." Were they amazing stories about how awful Barbara Streisand was to work with? Well, it's one of the questions was. Um, why didn't Mandy Patinkin sing? Was there ever talk of having him sing in the movie? And he goes, no, Barbara's not going to be the only one to sing. And that was that, you know what I mean? Like he wow. didn't, he didn't sort of belabor it and he wasn't bitchy about it. He was just like, no, that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. But um, it was interesting how in the movie, sometimes you see her lip syncing or singing the songs. And sometimes it's just in her head, depending on who she's around. And I hadn't seen anything. I hadn't seen that done before in a musical that way. And um, uh, what was my fucking thought about it? Oh shit, um, Barbara Streisand and Yentl. <laughs> shit, it singing was so good. Singing in her head, and Mandy Patinkin was hot. It's hard to believe nope. it, but he was hot nope. in it. No, nope. he was. He was sexy nope. in it. He was really sexy in it. No, and um, yeah, but I admired the direction. I thought I would watch it and go. And she directed it. Yeah, yeah. she. I think she kind of was robbed back in the day. I thought it was. Yeah. Really um, interesting. What else did he fucking say about things? Oh God, I don't know. God, I, I, this is—I had something I thought, like a story, an anecdote. Shit. Well, I'm sorry. Never mind. Maybe we'll do it in the next podcast. Maybe I'll think about it. It'll come to me. Well, Damn we it. certainly—we always love you for listening. Yes. We are off to go see a have a Mexican food dinner. That's and see right. A show. Uh, but uh, check out Dr. Kiss, the world's greatest lip balm. Yes. You get that at VanityMark.com. Also, Joan knows best. Season three begins Saturday, February 23rd. Holy shit. Coming so up. It's right around the Kono. Are you doing so, any events for it well, or press or is there a party there or is, anything? There's a party that night. Yeah. But I'm going to be in Phoenix that weekend for Matea's birthday party. Right so on. I'm going to be at a trampoline center. Love it. Jumping on a trampoline that you day. should be. Not at the party. That's so right. that's how I feel. All right. Um, but yeah, Saturday the 23rd on WE TV. It's a, it's a Saturday night 9 show. PM. You're yeah. the new Love Boat. I know. It's amazing. And uh, I've seen a number of episodes, and I'm just, I can't say much, but I can say they're worth watching. How many episodes are there? I think there's eight. Wow. And, um, you know, there's, I opened for her in London, and that yes. didn't, you know, didn't go as I'd hoped it would, and there that footage is kind of remarkable. Priceless. Uh, oh, wow. Um, so there's going to be a lot to talk about All as right. these episodes air. Love it. But, um, but yeah. All right. So check it out. There you go. All righty. Well, then that is it. We love you for listening and we yes. will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.